the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investment, and your retirement. Uh, Our show is about savings and investment and really our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. The the way to do that is just through your company plan uh, and save a minimum of 10% plus the company match. If you're not on the 10 percentile, now's the time to get on there and and to start really building up that wealth plus the company match the number's about 13%. Understand in Houston, Texas, we have the fourth best savings rate uh in in 401k plans in the United States uh according to Fidelity. The the uh we we're, we're behind uh the cities of San Jose, San Francisco and uh uh Connecticut, uh, is it Greenwich, uh Connecticut I believe in uh the in uh Hartford, Connecticut, which is an insurance company town. And so that's pretty good for a city this size. It's actually extremely good. And this is a saving town. And and so you really want to sit there and pound on that savings. Uh, we've got, again, a ton of stuff to talk about on the show. It seems like every every week it's just more and more stuff just comes piling on. Uh, tremendous changes in, in, uh, in the uh, in the uh, investment world. Tremendous changes with politics. Uh, a lot of action happening this week. The Department of Labor's uh, person that was going to uh, be it dropped out, and they put a cost in there. A new guy. They're going to try to push him through. Uh, what was behind that? You would think Department of Labor really—it's not a big deal. This is where the uh, fiduciary rule and the Department of Labor law and the Obama administration has used the uh, the Department of Labor to institute a lot of changes in the country. Uh, kind of sneak them through through executive orders and rules and regulations that Congress didn't didn't mandate, and, and so by delaying and, and stopping the uh, the Department of Labor uh, person, uh, the in, in having to pick a new cabinet member in that position, you delay those rules and you have to start the rules, and, and so this is really the the politics. Uh, you know, we have I've really been pretty shocked by the I, I really thought things would kind of settle down. They haven't really settled down. This is starting to affect your retirement plan and your savings. Uh, typically, after an election, people pull together and there's some honeymoon. And in this case, there's no honeymoon. You have George Soros's 
organizing protesters and paying protesters around the country. And you've got Obama putting together a shadow government that he's going to try to run uh, through through his operatives in the in in the government positions. And and if, if that's the case, it's sedition. And it, look, this is it really going to get pretty nasty uh, going forward. The, the good news about that is is and he's not every other it's been the it's been the practice of every uh president that leaves office to move out of washington d c for you know hundred years or more uh and go somewhere else and give the new president time to set up and 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 get his his programs in place and his people in place and 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 what was always nice about that is you don't get the the South American dictatorship or African dictatorship routine where you get these huge battles back and forth and changes of power and in the continuity of government was it was incredibly valuable it and and, and that is really up in the air right now and so we have to watch this i think this could affect the markets you know we've got real concerns just about the the vitriol uh out there uh particularly from the left people just really not wanting to to accept the results of an election and, and actually don't they don't appear to want to accept the constitutional order. And so it's taking time. I, I think if you look at Trump's approval ratings, they're going up. He's getting things done. Things are starting to happen. Uh, we're getting companies start to put factories back in the United States. And and, and what we've really been talking about is and, and what I think the press is really missing the story on in this argument back and forth is that that these are big changes they're instituting, very exciting changes. The We have, for the last 20 years, made virtually no changes to the government. We, we, we've, we had Obama, we never, do you realize we never passed, they never had a new budget. They just put in a, uh, they just extended the budget from the year before under, Obama never submitted a budget. Uh, and uh, because if he had to submit a budget, he'd have to go to Capitol Hill and talk to them and come up with some solutions. And he, he felt like he he really wasn't he shouldn't be. Uh, it was really more of an imperial presidency, much more than than people really ever understood. And uh, he was shrewd enough to sit there and talk in real, you know, non-inflammatory language. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think if Adolf Hitler would have talked like Barack Obama, he'd probably still be in power. And uh, so it, it it's whereas Donald Trump talks into somewhat more inflammatory language, uh, if you really look what he does underneath, he t- he tends to come up with solutions that are reasonably fair for most people. If you really sit down and analyze a lot of the stuff he's done so far – it really hasn't been as draconian as it's come out, and that's been somewhat of the frustrating thing for, I think, the the Trump administration is in the attack on the press is, is because if you really take a look at the Muslim ban he put in place, he went over to, to most of the bigger Muslim countries and said, look, we have to do something, and they kind of agreed to try to vet their people, and then they all agreed, well, why don't we, these countries are really where the problems is. Why don't we sit there, limit those for a little bit so we can get things straightened out? They really don't have a government in many of these countries like like uh, the Sudan and Somalia. Uh, and if you've, if you've 
watch Black Hawk Down, you understand what Somalia is like. And and, and so in, in in Syria, there's virtually no government. In Iran, uh, in Iraq, there's there's a civil war going on with ISIS, and so it's difficult to vet these people. And so it was actually more reasoned reasoned program than people realize. And so the good news about Donald Trump is his if you analyze the programs he's putting in place, they're reasonable. They take into people's concern accounts and concerns, and then he implements a program. Then what happens is is the press immediately gets a hold of it in and, and, and distorts what he did and, and makes it sound like it like it's a Muslim ban, it's the end of the world, it's gonna be nuclear war or whatever. It in 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 they're not even making any pretense of being fair. They have an agenda that they, they want in place and they want to discredit the president and they want him removed from office. And and so what's happening is the American people are really starting to tremendously uh, they're really upset about. It. I think they're tremendously upset about this, actually, and and so I think that they're starting to reject the press. And and if his approval numbers are going up, in which means the press's programs are failing to stop Donald Trump. And and so if he keeps going on with the jobs, we had a client come in the office, and they happened to catch the the president's. Uh, where he met the coal workers, the, the 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 coal miners. He had the CEOs of the coal companies, in, and then they had the coal, some coal workers in hard hats in there, and and you know he's talking. And then he got up and and he encouraged a couple of the workers to get up and say something as well. I mean that people look at that and they see that and they see that he has concern for working people, and and for families, and, and that starts resonating with them, and and that's what you're seeing. What he's doing is he's shifting over. And this is the important thing as far as investments, retirement, and understanding the world today is he's shifting over from the globalist agenda of free trade around the world where we have a new world order or more run by the, the United Nations and groups get together. The Federal Reserve meets with the Bank of International Settlement and other things and sets up banking rules around the world and and, and commits to, to American uh, rules based on, on global rules where we, we – we, we trade off in order to get that power. We trade off jobs of American jobs and Americans' future in order to put the new global world order. This is back to hey, we need. I'm I'm elected to be president of the United States. I my job is to try to create jobs for working people, to try to create a future for working people, to try to create a a a, a stable, safe country for American citizens. And and. You know, what's remarkable about this is there is another side to this. It, it, and the other side, if you really analyze, is is a globalist strategy that does not believe in citizenship. Citizenship goes back to what was it? Paul in the Bible goes, hey, you can't whip me. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Roman citizen. And 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 the governor asked, "Well, what are you? Are yes, I am a Roman citizen. I was born a Roman citizen." It, this goes back to the Bible. In in what. They don't believe the, the, the Democrats, and particularly the globalists, and a lot of the Democrats don't understand. They're, they they have basically been sucked into this global agenda that they don't understand. Of there is is there is no citizenship. We're going to export the jobs around the world, and we're going to have a new global economy and a new global order. We're going to eliminate cash. We're going to have one one currency based on a special drawing rights. We had James Rickards in of currency crisis, uh, currency wars. 
uh, talk about this a month or so back in his new book, that, that you're going to see a currency crisis, and they're going to try to put these special drawing rights in place so you have a global currency. And and, and this is this is you know there's globalists at the Federal Reserve. There's the, the Democrats are globalists. And so, and I, I was listening on. I think even it was Fox, and they're trying to say, "Well, you can't. This is uh, you. You can't. Uh, th- this nationalism is is hate. It's it, it's authoritarianism. Nationalism is not authoritarianism. The idea that we have a United States of America with borders and rule is not authoritarianism. It's what built the United States of America. I didn't see anyone else putting anybody on the moon. I haven't seen anyone else invent a computer system. I haven't seen anyone else build a telephone or all the other things the American people have done for the people of the world. It, it, and so this is a big thing. This is and the reason I say this. This is again, this is a huge shift. And this is one of the, the real themes for the Max Out Savings Report, the Max Out Savings Show. We talk about this massive shift taking place in the world where Donald Trump is, is moving things back. Corporate America's main goal was to to cut workers. It was to eliminate factories in R and D in the United States and ship these factories over to low low uh, low cost wage countries like Mexico and China. And then they, what they did is the corp American corporations were conceding key United States technology to Chinese companies in in exchange to get there. And these Chinese companies are coming back and further competing with us. They did not put the interests of the United States or the American people above their profit interest. And, and it's unacceptable. I mean, you can do that to a point, but it reached a point where where nobody cared about working people or jobs. You, to listen to these to these uh the elite class to listen to the Democrats. They would, Obama said, "Look, these jobs are not coming back. The job manufacturing is gone from the United States." Let me ask you something: In a future where we have unlimited computer power, unlimited cheap sensors, un, uh, cheap electricity from glow uh, from uh, solar, wind, uh, the shale, and everything else, we 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 in that environment where we have. Autom- automation and robotics, why shouldn't the factories be in the United States? Why should they be in China? I thought the theory was this is just because jobs are so expensive in the United States. No, corporations are moving it over because they want to get out of rules, regulations, and pollution laws in the United States, and they're polluting the planet in China. Now, in order, and what China did to stop that from people saying that is they shrewdly said, whoa, the biggest danger in the world is CO2. Global warming is going to flood the world, and New York City is going to be under 20 feet of water. We have to stop CO2, and the U.S. was the biggest CO2 manufacturer. That got them off of the hook for the most massive pollution the world has ever seen. It is destroying the planet out of China. Massive air pollution is now being measured in L.A., in San Francisco, and throughout California. Uh, You're seeing the water pollution is coming over there. It's destroying the planet, and they're getting away from it. We have got to get back control of our country, back control of our environment from these globalists. And this is a big challenge, and it's exciting because he's going to rebuild the manufacturing base in the United States. In an automated world, you want to have the automated factories in the United States. Exciting things happening, uh, but it's going to be big changes to your 401k plan. We're going to be talking about that uh, right here, right after after this quick break, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070.
Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, this is a live show, and you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 right here in Houston, Texas. You can w- catch us live at uh, AM 1070, The Answer. Uh, just Google that, and you can listen live anywhere in the world, and we have people listening all over the world. And uh, we, we actually, our Max Out Savings Report, which we send out, we, we, we send out to the people, uh, different parts of the world actually we, we get requests from people uh, wanting the report, which is really, you know, gratifying. And uh, we, you can sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report by <laughs> going to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And uh, is that – hit that button. See if we can get that person on. Oh, good. We got it. Never mind. And so, anyway, uh, the, 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 the part earlier, uh, that was actually a pre-recorded – that was about a year ago. And it's pretty interesting how spot on that was about kind of how this is all played out. 
uh, with, with with the president and, and how things are going. And, and, and one of the, it kind of outlines one of the reasons we're standing up to China in here. So I, I, I think it's important we have, you know, I, I think it's really, uh, it's interesting to see that from a year from now and how we really uh, were spot on that on the Max Out Savings Show. So tell me, let's take a call from Oscar. Hello, Oscar. How you doing? Oscar? Give us just a minute. Oscar? Is it? Try putting him on hold and let's hit him again, see if we can get it. Hold on, Oscar, just a second. Okay, just a second. Okay. Oscar? Stick with this, Oscar. We'll get you on. We're working on this here. Okay. Oscar, give try giving us a call back here and we'll see if we can get you on. Uh to seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. The uh uh, you know, uh, again, uh, we, a lot of stuff we want to hit here. Uh, the looking out, uh, a, a, a couple things. Okay, let's see if we can get Oscar back on. But really, we, we, it is it shows you the battle. Really, are we going to have the robotic factories in the future in the United States, or they end up in China? And that's the real battle. And this is, yeah, and that's why Donald Trump is standing up to ensure that these these programs get in the United States of America. And so. Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to sit there and 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 get this. I mean, this is why we're we're putting the battle going forward. That's why the president's meeting, uh, uh, President Xi, hopefully at the G20 meeting. I suspect that'll happen. This is why we've got the tariffs in place because we have got to realign the the country to where we want to be a, as a people. Now, Oscar, are you there? Oscar, same same problem. You sure we got the right one? Okay, tell you what, Oscar, give us a call back in about five minutes. We're going to work on the phones and uh, and see if we can get that straightened out. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on there. The uh, see if we can get what's her name on here. Oh, so we're working on that. Uh, a couple thoughts uh, while we're doing that, uh, trying to get everything set up. The uh, looking out, Oscar. We still don't have. Is there a button that needs? Okay, Oscar. Ah, uh, there he is, Oscar. Hello. Okay, great. You can turn it down a little bit. Okay, we got you. Well, you had a question for us. Yes. Hey Ted, this this prolonged, prolonged, very low interest rates. Yeah. Which I I believe we're on. What 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 are the what are the ramifications of this? In in, in whether it's real estate or whether it's you know, stocks uh, uh, or or pension funds. Pension funds, I think, are going to get hit pretty good by this situation. You know, where uh, they're not going to be yielding enough on the fixed income part. There are a lot of ramifications to this low interest rate that people just don't talk about. Yeah, right? I, I saw an interesting chart this week. Uh, there's about eleven trillion dollars worth of, in, of 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 bonds at negative interest rates out there. And one of the things that's driving that is, quite frankly, is U.S. Uh, benchmarking around the world of bond funds. And, and so uh, all these mutual funds in all these ETFs are following the, the EFA or the different types of, of, of benchmarks out there. And they're benchmarking 40% in the United States, 30% in Europe, 10, 15% in Japan, and then around the world. Well, so so that's giving the, the European. So in the past, people go, well, I'm not taking negative interest rates. That's absurd for us to invest over there. But what we've got is we've got these institutional 
arbiters would have put, would have put these benchmarks in place, and all these company, all these people are trying to hit the benchmarks. So all this dumb benchmark money is basically funding interest rates at zero in Europe and and, and starting to be in Japan or close to zero. When the, quite frankly, they shouldn't even be lent money. I mean. And and uh, what? Okay, so eleven trillion dollars in negative interest rates. Well, let's just say they got. Let's just say they got two, two, two percent or three percent on their money instead, which is a pretty low number, three percent. You're talking about about a three three hundred twenty five billion dollar uh, different in growth in the economy. And so this is this is deflationary. And and and, and the Europeans have tried this for a, a decade. They have the worst growth since the 1930s. They've not recovered at all over there, and yet they keep pushing on the string, thinking if they keep cutting rates lower and lower, it's going to get there. I, I saw some 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 company in Germany was offering to lend at negative interest rates. This is warping our capital system, and, and it's changing the way we do business. It's causing overexpansion globally. It's causing overbuilding globally, uh, it, 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 and it's it's also concentrating the wealth. Uh, in, in in at at the top of the uh, at the very top by basically overvaluing asset prices and overvaluing property and undervaluing savings and work and so I, I think it's 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 really a, a threat to the world I think it's going to blow up I think it's going to blow up through our currency issues uh, and when it does. Uh, and I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later. It, 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 but I, I think it's they're now talking about taking rates negative in the United States. I, I mean, I don't know how people expect retirees to live, how pensions to be funded. It's going to destroy every city city and state pension fund in the United States. And, and it's going to cause taxes to go up dramatically. And, and so it's a very poor idea. It, it, it is what we've discussed in the show about the importance of, of, look, how do we value the United States of America? Do we value it on stock prices and asset prices, or do we value it on work, plant, equipment, automation, uh, and, and R&D, uh, new ideas, and innovation? And, and we're undervaluing all of those, and we're overvaluing the asset prices, and, and I think it, it skewed what we've done in this country. So I, I'm a big. I, I think it's it's disastrous. Uh, the the rates on the ten year have fallen since about November, about three point oh five, give or take, down to about two point one five. That's a huge drop in interest rates on the ten year. Uh, they're holding the the two and a half up. Uh, a, a couple contentions. We're getting somewhat of a flat yield curve, but what I'm saying is, it doesn't affect things in the like in the past. Typically, Oscar, in the past, a, f- a flat or negative yield curve meant short, short-term rates were at four and a half, five, six, seven percent. Uh, and now, and so I think the fact that rates went up to two and a half isn't going to slow down anything or affect anything. I, I think they're losing control of the economy. I think it's going to play out in a currency crisis. You know, the the, the currency crisis it's been affected for a few years now already. The 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 uh the emerging markets who are now submerged with debt, that's all they have. They don't have dollars to pay their debt. They have no dollars going forward for any kind of growth. And and it's going to cost a lot of uh, political unrest all over the world. And, 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 yeah. and, and they're not going to be able to buy our products because it isn't a balance where they can have money to buy our products. So we're going to be hurting as far as the exports. Uh, or, yeah, the, right? the, the emerging markets are always the canary in the coal mine i think it plays out eventually a big country and i don't know if it's going to be europe most likely england uh the uk england uk 
Japan, China, or the United States. I mean, there's a case for each one of those, but one of those people, it's going to go badly for it. When it does, that's when you're going to see these currency crises pop up, and then that's when you're going to see a renormalization of interest rates, I think. Now, I mean, there's a case that we just drift into deflation and everybody goes down to negative interest rates, but I don't see how that functions over the long term. Because if you look through 5,000 years of history, and we've got pretty solid history. I'm Look, uh, you know, I'm reading now on, on some book uh, – of some uh, uh, some sermons actually written in the uh, I, I want to say 300 A.D. I mean, so it, it, and there and there's you go back. There's a lot of you know we kind of know what the Greek elections were like and the Roman elections were you know before uh, Christ. So it's so there's there's some pretty good research going way back and they've never had this before. So I don't understand. To me, it, it's always worked over the past you know, thousands of years. I don't know why negative interest rates work. They might possibly work in a very short term in a crisis, but, but over the long term, it's extremely detrimental. Hey, Ted, yeah. one, one thing to, to let you go with this thing, in the last few years, three, four, five, six, seven years, even more, there's no dialogue just like me and you are having about this economic, uh, this is something new. I mean, uh, Congress, Nobody in Congress, they always used to be in the old days where somebody in Congress say, hey, look what we're doing, look what we're heading this kind of way. There's nobody in Congress debating what me and you are talking about at all. Yeah, well, here's the reason why, Oscar. This is an excellent point is what's happened is everyone has said, look, if you spend money like we're doing, you're going to go down and interest rates go up. What happened is the Federal Reserve has gotten in the middle of the economic system and said, look, you don't have to worry about spending money. You don't have to worry about deficits. We'll always be there to bail you out. We'll always be there to bail out the stock market and make sure there's never a problem. And and, and the absolute cornerstone of capitalism is, is failure. People don't understand because by failure, it kind of acts as a governing mechanism that keeps everybody in line. So they've stopped that. And so Everyone in, in Washington had said the sky was going to fall because of overspending, because of reckless debt, because of out-of-control pensions and things. They, they've been proven wrong because the Federal Reserve. Eventually, and so now what we're, we're at right now is you're hearing something called MMT. You've probably heard about this, which is modern monetary theory, which is a theory, look, you don't have to worry about deficits anymore. You can just spend money, and the Fed will come in and print money, and there'll never be any inflation. I think that's incorrect. Uh, I, I I think we're headed for trouble, and but but the problem is the people that have always preached caution and prudence have been pushed aside by the Federal Reserve. And and, and, and lastly, you know, Congress is is not over is not overseeing this thing, and and, and, and uh, where the Federal Reserve is way out of. I mean, we have a planned economy like China with the Federal Reserve now, yeah. and and they are, that's what it amounts to. You know, the Federal Reserve now is is the one who's. Uh, fixing things for everything, and, and that's like a planned economy like China. We're not any different than China. Yeah, I mean, and I think the way the Fed should handle it is, it, it, look, I, I, I agree with Donald Trump on almost everything except the need we need to cut rates, and I think the answer from the Federal Reserve is should be, look, 2.5% Fed funds isn't going to slow anybody down. I mean, I, I think they really ought to step up and say, we've got rates extremely low based on the last... 250 years in the United States, so it's a mistake to think we're that tight. The only thing they could do is they could maybe go neutral on their balance sheet. I think they're taking, I want to say, 50 or $25 billion a month out. They probably should break that back but hold the interest rates. Uh, look, 
uh, but they could call Oscar. Thanks. Uh, and I want to expand upon this a little bit. Look, it, it, we're, we're, we're minute. We're, we've been doing a lot of work uh, uh, this week uh, at the office uh, looking. And, and what what I, I think we're going to see happen is we got the G20 come. I think you could see a top in the dollar in here somewhere. And this is what we're looking at. Gold is starting to move up. I, I, I'm looking for a place to increase our gold holdings. Uh, I, I was sort of hoping for a little pullback. We're really not getting it. The dollar bounced up and gold really didn't pull back. That 1360, 1400, that has been a, a wall that's hit gold for about six years, five or six years now. And in, 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 uh, resistance level, if it breaks through that, then I think you could see it go to 1400, 1500, I think 1700. Uh, and I think gold is one of the better investments out there uh, going forward. And so. We'd like to hit up, move, increase our gold positions because what I think is going to happen is, I think one way, particularly for the Europeans, is, 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 is I think the, the Trump can back off on some of the tariffs and things if these countries depreciate their currencies to some to to increase their currencies to some extent to offset the rising dollar, and 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 the dollar was going down up until the trade war started last year and got really hot and then it started kind of going up i think you could see some reversals there this is something we're looking at gold is sniffing out something out there gold is starting to move and and, and so something is going on the g20 is something we want to watch real closely along those lines to see see what's going to happen and uh but but a lot of keep in mind oil oil is the same thing uh oil this this week is is i think the most recent price is what 5280 it went as low as fifty fifty this week. It would have broken underneath fifty, but but the, the we've had these uh, uh, tankers attacked uh, in the Gulf of Oman. It was really about fifty miles outside of the Persian, outside of the uh, Straits of Hormuz, fifty sixty miles outside, and, and and so that's very close. Clearly, there was attack. It's the evidence is looking increasingly like Iran is involved in trying to pressure the United States. That should have really pushed up oil. Oil went up into the 53s, uh, got close to 54, and then backed off, which is, shows you how weak oil is. Again, oil is priced in dollars. The dollar's been very strong, so it puts additional pressure on oil. So if we can get, if we can get the dollar going down, we can stabilize oil prices. If oil gets in the forty dollars, it's going to be real. Uh, it's going to be a very tough time for a lot of people in the oil patch. So. So this is something we watch. We reduced a couple of weeks back. We reduced our exposure in the sector, and so this is something we want to continue to watch. But I think the big story is going to be at the G20, and then oftentimes you don't see it initially, but you start seeing the dollar either rising or falling. I think it's going to fall. Tell you what, we'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. 
cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, this is a live show here in Houston, Texas. Seven, seven, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. You can listen anywhere in the world by going to AM1070, The Answer. Uh, Google that up and hit listen live. And then we also get the uh, the podcast. You can listen, you know, a little later in the week. Uh, you can catch those on, on the uh, website as well by going to podcasts. So there's a lot of stuff. And another way you can participate is by getting the Max Out Savings Report uh, that came out that comes out once a month. It's free, completely free. We don't bother you. We don't send advertisements. That's it. Uh, just sign up for the free report. We talk about savings investments. So we try to get in. We talk about pollution. We talk in the world today. We talk about, we talk, we talk about in 2007, why the investment banks were going to fail. Extremely, extremely, uh, controversial topic. We were the first, I don't know anyone else that actually predicted that like that. And, and, uh, and so we've been a, a cusp of a lot of things ahead of time. We try to sort of look a little over the horizon and tell you where things are going. So just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And you can also request an appointment with me there as well. So by the way, uh, the pollution, one other thing I didn't mention, I was talking earlier about the pollution, different thing. The plastic pollution has become a massive problem in the world. 80% of the, of the pollution is coming out of China, Vietnam, Indonesia, and places right around that area. It, and so it's another example of by shipping all, getting all our stuff produced over there, it's creating massive pollution, which are killing fish, turtles around the world. Look, I, I've, I've been at the mouth of the Mississippi River a number of times, and I know pretty well and down there, and there's very little plastic coming out of that river i can tell you and and i i've sat there and, and been on the beaches just outside of it too again very little plastic it it's it, the plastic is not coming from us it's coming from asia and every time we buy a product from china we're polluting the world so anyway uh 713-339-1070 we talked a little bit i want to kind of build upon this we talked a little bit about uh 
about early retirement, and, and, and there's some research saying that you can double your uh, you can double the, your chance of a longer retirement by uh, by working or having having goals to work. Now, this can be working. Uh, this can be a job. This can be a part-time job. This could be volunteering. This could be taking care of the grandkids. It could be something, building something, doing something. It tends not to be hanging out at the golf course or going fishing every day. Uh, it, it, but it, by having that sense of purpose, you double you double the chance of your retirement. And, and also, the, you tend the, the, now. There's some more research I've come across as well that one of them they did some work in 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 Europe. That uh, people materially were were uh, much sharper. I think they had twice the level of of, of dementia and things than people that didn't of self employed people that worked when they're past sixty five and that didn't work. And now there, there's a little bit of a of a skew maybe on that, but but still the numbers that's what they are. They, they also did some work and they looked at at, at the University of Melbourne. When people turn sixty two, when the first year they can take Social Security, they did some work and what they found out was. For men, you had a two percent increase chance in dying above what it was on the on the the norm during that year because that's when people retired. That you know they went and screened that out and, and found out immediately death, death starts jumping up. In in the delaying retirement reduced the five year mortality of men uh, by in in the early sixties by thirty two percent. I'm going to repeat that again. This is another study done. Delaying retirement uh, reduced the five-year mortality rate of men in the early 60s by 32%. Uh, it was smaller for women, interestingly enough. Now, women, they tend to get, they, women tend, when they quit working, tend to lose some of their social structure, and it's harder for them. So they, they, they tend to become more depressed, whereas men tend to get sicker. And, and so that's one of the things that, that we've seen. Uh, the uh, here's another thing uh it, by uh, any boost to, uh, any delay in working in continuing to work any uh working a little longer boosts your income the uh, uh any uh, a one year delay in retirement they they calculated boost up returns uh your future expected retirement income by 9% for for people in the in the, in the bottom uh the bottom six, uh, five uh, bottom twenty percent, th- it actually could boost up their retirement savings by their their retirement income by sixteen percent because they get a little bit more on Social Security, they save a little bit more money, and then they're not drawing down. So that combination of things, I'm not sure it's quite that high for some of these, but but those are some of the numbers. So by delaying retirement, you're boosting your retirement savings, you're boosting your retirement income at, at at retirement, keep in mind every year you wait until between age sixty-two and seventy, your Social Security goes up by about eight percent every year after that. So, <clears throat> so these are some really good numbers. So I guess the nine percent is about right. So you work an extra year, you're boosting your income by about nine percent. That that's a pretty big deal. Uh, and then couple that with the research that says the longer you work, the better off you are uh, health-wise. It, it, and then going back to this, when you retire, it's important to have some type of plan, some type of program uh, in place to, to to volunteer, to help out, take care of the grandkids, to work, you know, work a job. Maybe, you know, maybe you're working some job you don't like and you're sick and tired of it and try something else that you kind of would like to do. Uh, you know, I don't know how many times I've talked about this on the show about people making fun of the greater at Walmart. 
and particularly David Letterman, who sits up there and makes $40 million a year making fun of the man at Walmart. Well, that man or woman at Walmart might just be there because they like working. They might need some extra income, but they also just might like working. They like seeing people and seeing their friends, and it's something for them to do. So working or volunteering or taking care of the kids or having a project or doing things has a materially uh, a materially increase in your health and your mortality, and you you live longer. But what was it Jimmy Carter? He was he built furniture. Remember that? Yeah, I think he's still teaching Sunday school. And I was listening to some story. He's still teaching Sunday school at ninety. So so these are important things. So understand, we're really trying to help out with with people living longer retirement, having better quality of life at retirement. And the interesting thing, it's not always what people think. I mean, twenty years ago, the thought was, oh, I'm just going to retire and then I'll sit there and be be great. I won't have any stress and I'm just hanging out at the golf course all day. And they they found out that that really isn't true. People are actually better off working and exercising and staying active and doing things. And you increase your health, you increase your your monetary uh returns, you, your your uh savings last longer. I mean, it's everything about it is great. Anyway, something to think about. Uh what else do we want to cover here today? Uh we we covered again uh we're watching oil Oil just continues to fall. I, I think really think it would have broken fifty dollars this if it hadn't been for that uh that the attacks on uh by Iran by on the, the tankers in the uh at the uh, Straits of Hormuz. That was a really pretty big cannon shot right off the brow because it was right at the Straits of Hormuz, which is the choke point. And uh and so I think we'll have to see what's happening there. Uh we we got the big G twenty meeting coming up, which hopefully We'll get some type of Chinese deal. They, you know, they, they say that Donald Trump is watching the stock market, which I believe he is. But at the same time, I think Donald Trump's got to be pretty cognizant that um, that uh, it might take a drop in the market for him to get a deal. And and, and so you just can't be sure. Uh, it, the market is moved back up to highs in here. But if you look at a lot of the cyclical stocks, they're really not looking good. I mean, a lot of these things are hitting lows. A lot of them are very cheap. And then the market really appears to be overpaying for growth in the hot stocks. And I think there's somewhat of a slowdown happening out there. I mean, if you look at the economy right now, it's pretty good. We got 3.6% unemployment, which is fantastic. As we've talked about, people are getting jobs that couldn't get jobs, which is really exciting. But you got basically four things that are kind of slowing the economy down a little bit right now. One of them is is the 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 drop in oil prices. That's going to slow the economy some. It's going to slow the oil sector, which has been very hot. Uh, we have the there's an enormous amount of flooding going on in, in the in farm country, and and uh, the the statistics I've seen has been between twenty and thirty percent or more drop in planning. They're behind schedule. So at every at June first, there's a certain percentage, certain number of acres planted. At June fifteenth, there's a certain number. You know, May fifteenth, they're about twenty to probably twenty five to thirty percent behind. On their planning, some of that's not going to get planted, and so if you're not planning, you're not spending uh, money on fertilizer, you're not spending it on seeds, you're not spending on on diesel, you're not hiring workers, you're not repairing the equipment, you're not buying new tractors, and, and so that's kind of a drag. Now that that's going to kind of go away. Either the stuff's going to get put in, then maybe we can get a, a bounce in in prices, particularly if we ag prices, particularly if we get a deal with China, and then the uh, 
the the third one is is Boeing. Uh, the average 737 Max plane it's about a hundred million dollars, give or take. In it's kind of, that's a real rough number, but they, they produce the, the, the total number is about four over forty seven thirty seven planes are produced. Now some, they're not all Maxes; some of them are different types. That's clearly acting as a drag on capital spending because if you produce a plane, you can't sell it to anybody because you can't fly the plane. So, so that's a slowdown. And then the fourth one is the China trade trade war. Broadcom this week is told they can't do business with Huawei, the big semiconductor manufacturer. So they've announced a it's going to be about a two billion dollar drop in revenue. And the stock was all big. A lot of companies, Texas Instruments, Broadcom, Qualcomm, a lot of these companies are all doing business, uh, Intel, with with Chinese companies. And that's slowing down to some sense as we reorder the world and and, and basically say, look, we're going to we're going to sit there in and and stand up for the United States and, and, you know, kind of stand up to China's goal of by 2025 dominating, you know, uh, all manufacturing on the war in the world at the high end. And stuff. So you know, there's 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 pain involved. I mean, this really is, as we talked about it, we really is a trade war. We've been saying this for over a year. People called it a tiff, a trade dust up, and things like that. And we wrote in the Max Out Saving Report said that's not the case. This is a very serious thing. And one of the things we pointed out about Donald Trump, he truly is a wartime president because this is a trade war. So I think we're dealing with a lot of these issues. So we're dealing with a little bit of slowdown, but underneath it, we have a very strong economy. People are optimistic. Uh, companies can't. I, I can't tell you how many companies are, are telling me they can't find workers. I mean, all over the place out there. So so the economy is very good. So you're going to see a little bit of a slowdown in here. Kind of expect that. We want to watch that. The, the danger is 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 the trade war really just they don't get a deal and it just we just stick with the with the tariffs and then we kind of back off you could see i mean i think you've got a market that's at all-time high levels the global economy is clearly slowing the numbers coming out of china were really bad uh their economy is clearly slowing down europe is clearly slowing down we're seeing big drops in equipment orders uh, automobile orders. Uh, I want to say it was a 16% drop in China for automobiles. That's got nothing to do with the United States. That's a clearly just a slowdown in China. And, and so globally, things are slowing down. We're seeing a little slowdown here. You got the stock market at record highs. I mean, it, it, it almost in a way looks a little like sort of 87 where they kept raising interest rates from 5 to 6, 7, 8. It got up to 8%. And here, the economy just keeps getting a little worse. The global economy is clearly getting worse. The bond market Interest rates went as low as 2.05% in the 10. That's telegraphing a problem and an economic slowdown. And so one of these two things are right. Either the bond market's correct, we're going into a slowdown, or the stock market is saying no slowdown. I think you've got to be a little cautious here. And what we're watching is what's going to happen with the dollar at the G20 meeting in addition to, to what else is going on. And, and so I, I think this is, I think you really have to have, be cautious and have kind of a defensive plan in place. So, by the way, if you need some help with your retirement, uh, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond markets. Uh, we put together a, a, a risk-adjusted portfolio. We're very cautious right now, but if you need some help, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and you can request an appointment. And we'll, we'll go over your situation and see how you're set and kind of take a look and see how you're set for retirement. So just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And look, if nothing else, go to the website, sign up uh, for the free Max Out Savings Report. All we do is that's one of the ways you can participate in the show. We don't send out 
advertisements. We don't do anything. We just send the report once a month talking about all these issues, common 401k mistakes, how to handle sudden wealth, uh, where the world's going today. Um, Maybe we write, probably writing some more about gold. I think gold is about to turn up and break out, and this is something I think is really interesting. Uh, but a lot of stuff is in it. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Also remember the motto and the philosophy of the Max Out Savings Show, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Well, today we're about done here. We talked a lot about the markets and things. Really talked about understand as you're getting close to retirement, have a plan, not just for your savings in, in income and everything, but also take a look, what am I going to do at retirement? What type of program am I going to do? How am I going to keep going so I don't get bored? A lot of very high-power people, you know, they, they can only golf so many days before they get bored. And so have sort of a plan to do something, volunteer or whatever. It's going to improve your, your health, your mental health, your physical health, extend your life and make you very happy. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Up Saving Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.